Thanks to the Diamond Tanner Podcast Network, this is more Fired Up! I'm ready. See, he's feeling it. Yay! Where are the steps you'd like to run up, Dennis? The Parliament House, old Parliament House. Amy Park. Amy Park. Yeah, got that. Sorry, Chris. Go. Well, we've returned from our two-week suspension here on Moy Fired Up on the Diamantina Podcast Network. and Those damn Croatians. <laughs> exactly. exactly, exactly. <laughs> They'll never solve all the issues in the Balklands, not just by me visiting them. But uh, I look to you, Stephen Ferris, and I look to myself, Chris Gale, and say we have so much to talk about, but we yield the floor Well, Dennis Carnahan. We, we, do, we do the numbers game, don't we? We dance the merry dance of losers, right? And out of uh, four people in the room, there's only one winner, correct? Right. And I'm happy for him. I really am happy for no, him. So I'll, I'll take a coffee Order, uh, Redfern, Pat, and Stephen, and uh, we'll be back in about twenty minutes. Dennis, over to you. Floor is yours. As, as Cam Smith said to Ben Cummins when Ben Cummins said, "You need to control your players." Don't worry, guys. I got this. I got this. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Oh, wasn't it glorious? And I, I, I I'm going to uh, refute your first comment. When the Storm lose, everybody wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, rugby league is in wins. good shape. Rugby league is a winner. <laughs> Not just when the Storm lose. When the Storm, on the back of two sin binnings in the first 20 minutes, when the Storm, on the back of an 18-0 lead after 26 minutes, the Storm, who have never lost from 18-0, they have never <laughs> given up an 18-0 lead in their hideous 30 years of purple nastiness. Yes. They've never given it up until Saturday night. And if oh. I could take your, your, your narrow um, focals off at this yeah, point in time, yes, look at the bigger yes. picture. Given it's called the National Rugby League, would you be happy you too if uh, Melbourne collapsed and had to move to the Central Coast under a different name or the Gold oh, Coast? It would be much better if they moved to... Imagine, the, imagine the, the Perth Storms. Yeah, I wouldn't or be the, unhappy. You'd be unhappy, the, yeah. You'd yeah. Them the you wouldn't care, would you? <laughs> no. And look, I don't want to, you, mixing metaphors, rain on your parade, Dennis, but let's focus on the fact that you were down 18-0 after 26 mm. minutes, mm-hmm. including two sim binnings. I, th- I think Canberra's in crisis. <laughs> well, they do have a poor start to games. They did get down against you know the the, the last time they played the Storms in the um, – the, no, it wasn't the Magic Round. That was the Roosters. I think it was round two where they, they – the storms racked up a lead, and it's happened a few times. It happened against the. Got to be careful using time. that expression "racked up" in rugby league. I mean, you know. Oh, I'm a Canberra boy. We don't do that sort oh, of okay. stuff. No, that's, that's okay. a Sydney thing, especially yeah. outside nightclubs. Oh no, no. <laughs> Hello, it's, only, it's only when uh, members of the Storms play for New Zealand that's that right. they get caught on that's video, right. yeah, yeah. don't they? Hello. And is this part of the whole victim complex, though? That you like to come from behind. You like the vic- the victory from failure. Oh, turning, turning. Uh, I'm doing a bit of psychoanalysis here. Yeah. Oh, look, I, th- I think so. I it's think a it, is. it is. It is. It is a rookie thing. Yeah. And, and I think who was it that said it? One of the Fox. I've watched the game three times. I'm going to go home after this and watch it again because <laughs> it's glorious. Yeah. But I think it was was it Kevy that said? No, it was Andy Raymond that was saying. This team now finally looks like Ricky Stewart. They're down, they're mm. dirty, mm. they're angry, they're mm. kicking chairs, they're not a happy team, they're just miserable, and that's why they're winning. Is this Whitlam-esque as well? Do you think so? Bringing the big man down, you know, and they come back to fight for the rights of the small people. I was going to say, who's uh, John Bateman? Is he Rex Connor? <laughs> <laughs> and, and where does Kem Lani come into all this? Oh, no. <laughs> you, you mentioned Sticky, and of course, unlike you, uh, he was not that ebullient in the press conference afterwards. In fact, he was typically Ricky, he was pretty bitter about things. And he was saying, that's one for the non believers. 
who don't think we can do it. Who are the Canberra non-believers? Yeah. I, I'm not sure that's an oh, identifiable group. Oh, Scott oh, no, Morrison. There is, yeah. there is a lot. <laughs> Let's say the man who invented rugby league, Philip Gus Gould, he came out last week and said the Raiders are actually a hoax. They're not going, they haven't beaten anyone in the top six, which is true. Yeah, no. Wow. Parramatta had beaten us. We haven't beaten the Seagulls yet. That's next week. Um, haven't beaten the Roosters. Lost to them twice. Right. That, that before last. He, he week. makes a pretty compelling argument. He does. He makes mm. a compelling argument. So we have, he can do that. Yes, mm. yes. But he came out and, and declared the Raiders to be a hoax, much as he has every single year since 1982 <laughs> when the Raiders joined the competition. He tipped the Raiders to come last in 1982. They came last every year since then. He's tipped the Raiders to come last. Hasn't happened again. I, he still keeps going. He still I, keeps backing that horse. I, but Gus, that horse has bolted. They're not coming last this year, Gus. They're in the top four, and you're not going to get them out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what disturbs me, Dennis, is that you tow that Canberra line that you're ignored by the Sydney media, and, the, oh, and, the, and you don't get sufficient I attention. I tow that line. And then, I tow that line. And then you agree with Ricky that they're a non-believers. I think I think you're wrong with the storm. They're only been around for about twenty years, right? But your Canberra's been around for about forty. And I don't think I've ever formed an opinion about whether I believe in Canberra or not. Have you, Stephen? Have you ever cared that much about the Raiders? That's a really good question. Like you, you're, you're, you, you, you know what? I did no care. I did care for them when I had the pleasure of working for the NRL and going to Canberra with the Viking clap, the mood, the atmosphere, the cold, the right. grit, uh, and they just seemed to be a bit of a on a fairy tale run at that point. And Ooh, I thought but, this but is get, interesting. But you get out of bed each morning angry about the storm, right? Absolutely. Right. Have you ever got out of bed thinking about the Raiders? Don't think about that. Right. So th- this non-believers thing is just a myth. I don't believe it. Yeah. And do we think less but of you them? You are a non. You are therefore by self definition you are no, 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 a non-believer. No, no, I am completely agnostic. agnostic. And do we think less of them than we do of the Warriors, for example, who are also whinging at the moment? I can always, no one cares about them. You know that sort of, can you name reflexively all 16 teams in the NRL? I always can get 15 and I'm always missing one. <laughs> yeah. The Raiders. Oh, right. Because I actually have a fondness for the Warriors and I like to see the Warriors win. Well, Because that's one in the that, eye for the All Blacks. That didn't, that, that didn't happen yesterday, I can assure you, out of the old girl. Oh, my goodness. What else you got on the game, Dennis? Oh, because this is your floor. There was and the so clock much. Is ticking. The game was so glorious. And it, there was... There was a couple of pivotal moments. One, one particular one, I think what happened, the game wasn't so much about Canberra playing Melbourne. It was about Ben Cummins <laughs> coming of age and making decisions on his own without seeking the advice of Cam Smith. He made independent deci- decisions independent that's of Cam Smith. That's Edible stuff, isn't it? That's, that's it is. Star Wars it's, stuff. It, it is. It's, it's yeah, the yeah. first time. Like the, only, the only time it's ever been recorded before was when he, Matt Chetty He would be wearing a big black face, wouldn't he, old, old Cam? You know? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I, I, Fox Sports has a lot of audio of it, and they've played a lot of the audio of the conversations between yeah. Ben yeah. and, uh, and did you, Cam. And did he you, did at one point say, Ben... I am your father. I am your father. And did he say, and did Ben say, no! Did Ben say, you've got the ring. (laughs) The one ring. One ring. If you're suggesting that Ben Cummins is Luke Skywalker (laughs) and and, and Cameron Smith is Darth Vader, this actually makes sense to me because the Star Wars mythos as it's been evolved and developed somewhat successfully, somewhat unsuccessfully by George Lucas and others, that the real power broker... Behind Vader, who was actually uh, a fallen angel, was the Emperor. <laughs> yes. Palpatine, I think. Palpatine, Palpatine yeah, 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 yeah. Barb Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you're saying it's Barb Smith. Because traditionally, I thought it was Ruddock. Um, <laughs> my friend Tux was, uh, was, was killed in Star Wars. Really? Yeah, he was one of the guards, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I, re- I, re- the, the one I think Palpatine did it. 
Oh, for memory, I'd have to dig through the tapes again. Right, there was one Australian actor in the original oh, Star Peter Wars. Peter Wynn? No, Pe- Peter. it's Peter something. <laughs> Peter Wynn. Peter Wynn. And, um, and he and he and he was married. Peter Gwynn. Married to. Oh, uh, oh my goodness, Barbara Quinn. Barbara Wynn. Uh, yeah, well, that, was it Peter? No, it wasn't Peter Gwynn. It was of the same ilk, though. Um, he was the same age. We'll, we'll chew up a lot of time trying to research that one. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Linda Stoner. Right. Yes, he was married to Linda Stoner. Linda Stoner, who was a playboy. No, was she a model? Penthouse. She was a TV personality. Or was she Australian? Cop shop. Cop. Cop. Cop shop. Okay. Yeah. But did she win a you know a contest? Contest winner. Peter Sumner. Peter Sumner. Peter Sumner. Yeah. Neither of those are your mates. We're dredging, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And and. And, and then there's some uh, guy snook or something in the more recent Star Wars, so maybe there's even higher <laughs> but, higher power than Barb. As, as impossible that is to imagine. Well, it, 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 it does ring. tie together. Ring. It does tie together the Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. It ties those things together. You have the one ring to rule the them all. Ring, yes, yes. Being warned There is only the, one ring, right? And it was is. And it was given, granted, in, in secrecy, as it should be, too. Yeah. A secret... Uh, under um, the table. Under the table. Could, could you merge the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings mythos and populate it with the, rugby league characters? That's what the NRL's doing. Yes, I think that's so. pretty much what they're doing <laughs> yeah, right yeah. now. Now I want to hear, and, and not just that. You've got the mountains. So they're bringing in, um, you know, the what's Game of Fire and Ice. What's Game of Thrones? Thrones yes, you've yes, got yes. the mountain yes. pain yes. harsh. Yes. Oh, yeah. And what's the prediction? The prediction is pain. The prediction yes. is pain. Pain. Nineteen-year-old prop forward, one hundred and thirty-seven yes. kilograms, does a hundred meters in six point five seconds. And he'd, uh, well, maybe the exaggeration in there. Yeah, he's one hundred and thirty-six kilograms. <laughs> but the try he scored was glorious. The swerve, the step, and the swerve. Yeah. Well, and of course, the South fans have been uh, connected to the auction of Mordor. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's right, replete with possibility. But thank you, Dennis. You've taken us off Storm's camera. No, I want to hear. I want to hear about that moment you were telling us about earlier about oh. when the, the referee and Cam Smith and the slap and the whole incident. Uh, Give us a breakdown of that well, scene. There was there's a couple of Cam Smith incidents where um, obviously the Storm are unaccustomed to being penalised for breaking the rules. Yes. Because normally what happens is the Storm break the rules and the refs like, oh, it's Cam Smith. I'm like, yeah, I'll just we'll penalise maybe eight or ten of the four hundred indiscretions that they do. <laughs> every five minutes and Cam there was a a Raiders player was sin bin because he struck now he did he did reach out and slap open hand slap on top of the head you're of talking Nelson. about Tarpana here Tarpana. that looked like a little bit of a close fist to me Dennis the one over the top was one they caught because the other ones weren't you know the, wasn't distinct they didn't have good clear vision of it inconclusive now he, he did indeed reach over the top and slap him in the head um, and there was a conversation between Josh Hodgson and Josh Hodgson put on his best accent to try and help Ben understand. He, he, wasn't, um, he wasn't mumbling. He didn't need subtitles. He said, do you understand that the other player, Nelson Asofa has been, Asofa Solomona, has been pushing our player and pushing him in the face and the neck? And that's what led to the slap. You can't, surely, if our player is being penalised and if our player is being sent to the sin bin, surely there should be some ramifications for them. They can't get off scot-free. And he said, no, I'll speak to them. He oh. said, you'll speak to them. We've got a penalty and we've got a penalty against us. We've got a player in the sin bin and you're going to speak to them. Mm. So anyway, he went and spoke to Cam Smith and said, Cam, you need to stop your players with all this pushing and all this messing around and you need to stop them from coming, you know, second man coming in. And Cam Smith, Cam said in this exact tone, oh, of course, mate. Don't worry, we got you. Wow. 
What like, a slap yeah. in the face, that is. So oh, if Christos Solkis, and I'm not sure I can say that surname correctly, is looking for a sequel to the slap. Yes, yes. Uh, there it is right there. <laughs> there it is, yeah. And there was another bit of rubbish, wasn't Oh, there's there? another beautiful the one. The slap where... was felt around the world. <laughs> <laughs> around Amy Park. Yeah. It could be the downfall for, the Mel- uh, for Melbourne this, this moment. Oh, that could be it. Boy. Well, Turning point. Turning point because yeah. they've TP. lost the referees. Yeah. yeah, they talk about coaches losing their dressing yeah. room. Imagine yeah. if the ref- if the storm loses yeah. the referees. It's the referees are all over. It's That's amazing. It will be. But Cam was tackling Bailey Simonson. Bailey's corner. Meet you at Bailey's. Because that corner that he runs to is Bailey's corner. He also defends his corner beautifully. That's a jingle at about three or ten, maybe, Cam Barons from the 70s, I remember. Anyway. Um, He's we have tackled, shot Chris, haven't we? <laughs> he's tackled Bailey I'm Simonson. I'm back in Croatia right now. And he's got, the, he's got the clenched fist and he's rubbing it around the side of his head. He's trying to tear his ear. He's trying to break some skin. He's trying to let... Why? Because he's mean. Ah. That's why, because he's mean. <laughs> he's even conflicted. He's, he's Vader. Even though he has the clean skin uh, image. Image, So yes. he was there doing this. And there's, there's thousands of... Eventually it, there's a rupture and the truth will be shown. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, well, it was. The and toxic then truth. The penalty was blown. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing the penalty going... Hmm? Did you just penalise Cam for lying in the ruck for 10 seconds? Because that would seem odd, because that's what Cam does. You're penalising Cam for being Cam. If you start penalising Cam for being Cam, it's gone. (laughs) And after the next set of six, Cam spoke to the referee, and Fox Sports has a lovely little uh, pastiche of these put together. Could you tell me, just seeking some clarification... That was his word. Seeking some seeking clarification, some Your Honour. What was the previous penalty for? And Ben Cummins said, for rubbish around the face. Rubbish around the face. <laughs> and the well, and so, so what's the rubbish is when they lift their elbows running in? What is that rubbish? Oh, no, that's called bumpers. That's bumpers. bumpers. That's called bumpers. That's not rubbish. And, and, no. Well, apparently not. Apparently it's fine to lift your elbow in and put it into the throat or jaw of it, it, a bait Excuse me, that you know we can't use the shoulder and tackle, but if you ran in with an elbow up front into a tackle, is that legal? Apparently it is. Ah, there we go. Apparently it is. And the same with your shoulder. If you run into well, if, the... if you've got it stationary as opposed to lifting at the point of Well, contact. even both. I don't care. Yeah. Right. yeah. Can <laughs> you run in like that? Are you allowed to do that? Well, let's, let's go. Apparently you are. Yeah. And with any rule, and this, and this was, oh, I'm going to skip ahead to my favourite moment of the whole weekend. And it was after the it's game. It's been a good weekend, It was it? after the game, driving back from Coffs Harbour. I was playing up there on Saturday <laughs> night. And boy, it was a good show Saturday night. I've got to say, it was the best show I've ever done. <laughs> you're, up, people, you're up for it? Oh, those people were treated to a fantastic <laughs> night in Coffs Harbour. Um, Many kilowatts of energy. Rugby League needs to restore its reputation in Coffs Harbour. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of songs in the treachery section because I just couldn't. I was so excited. <laughs> um, but driving back, there was a gentleman who called ABC Grandstand, and a he was a salty, salty Storm fan, and he was so salty. And his line was, "This was a terrible thing for rugby league. This whole stripping rule—it's a terrible thing." Because he had a highly skilled team in the Melbourne Storm mm. being beaten by an ordinary team, the Canberra Raiders, Workman-like. just because of this, just because of this stripping rule. Yes, and it's ridiculous that you've got this game where you know—is that what our game's about now? Stealing the ball—is that what it's come down to? The game there. You know, people who've never seen rugby league and now watching and going, are they allowed to just steal the ball? Like, what rock has this clown been under to think that, A, the Storm don't take every single rule and push it every beyond advantage. the nth degree. <laughs> and work it, degree. work it till there's not a single drop of blood in it. Exactly. And yeah. the, wrestling, chicken wings, the crusher, yes, all this stuff. Yes. This is all And they just missed this one, stuff. did they? And they missed this one. Yeah. And, the, and the Raiders, Josh Hodgson, the, yeah. stripper, the stripper, as he's being called, <laughs> has taken it to advantage. Can I use that music over the finals? That would be great. The ABC interviewed him after this and they used that as 
is his theme, and it's pretty much it for coming. Like you know, stripping. And the the game was called the strippers versus the wrestlers. That was the the billing for the Raiders versus the Storm. That's actually I built it that way. I actually built it that way on Saturday. Oh yeah, but this guy's rung up and he's he's getting all salty um, about the about the strip, but the the whole thing of. A highly skilled team in the storm against an ordinary team, like yeah. arrogant first off, prick. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Blow yeah. that one out your butt. Come, on, come over and tell me that one in the yeah, flesh. Yeah. And, and this is about also about the honour of the code, the spirit of the code as oh, well. The spirit of the code. Plus, of the code. This, plus this whole idea that you can't. Is our game now just about stealing the ball? It's a competition. Kissing. It's a contest. Yeah. Why should the ball be out of competition? Why should the storm just be allowed to hold the ball yeah. and the referees uh, uh, for, and just play on? Forgive Why me. Why can't the other team have a go? Forgive Let me. Let us have a go. In soccer, when you're running and someone takes the ball off you, that's sort of like a strip. Well, that's kind of like yes. stealing. Yeah. Well, it's I've always said there's a distinction between controlled and contested possession games, and rugby league is control. But Sterlo agrees with you, and as we pointed out on New Fire Up on FBI every Friday, nine twenty a.m. during the rugby that's league a, season. That's with added vim, that, that yeah, new one. Yes, yeah, so added vim. Less humor, uh, yeah. added vim. <laughs> yeah, more molecules. <laughs> uh, stripping rule introduced by one Wayne Junior. I know. Hero Pierce. I was so excited. I listened to that on the way in. Yes. Co- listened to the podcast on the way into Coss Harbour, and I was so excited. And I do. And I now do he wants like contested scrums. You must be happy with that. Contested scrums. Junior was contested scrums. What year was the strip put in? Uh, this year. No, the, no, strip, the, 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 the new rule. The, 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 the falling off. The variation of. Falling off. Junior Pierce is a brainchild. What it means is the ball is up for competition. It means it's a game. And yes, control position. But what you'll find, though, most of the time when he's stripping the ball, it's someone who's carrying it in one hand so that they can either palm with the other hand or offload. So they're trying to not just maintain possession, they're trying to utilise possession, they're trying to extend possession, they're trying to promote the ball. So when he did that strip on that filthy grub chambers, which was so (laughs) glorious to see him sulking as he ran away. And also, having watched it three times, I'm loving, like every time I watch it now, it's like watching a classic movie. It's like watching Gone with the Wind because you know what's coming, but then you see the build-up to it. The flow. seeing the The build-up, the flow. You're not surprised then there's a sulky fan with a sulky team. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm (laughs) delighted. But but watching it, they are so chirpy. And seeing, who was it that uh, that scored the the intercept try, where he stripped the ball off Kotrick. Now, let's let's not make a mistake. The third storm try was Vunavalu. No, yeah, Vunavalu. Vunavalu. Yep. He stripped it off Kotrick. Kotrick had it in his hands and he stripped it off him. Yep. So you cannot complain about the strip being part of the game if no. you've scored a try off it. No. But anyway, he's <laughs> run away and he's smiling and he's got this smile. And all I could think of was Chrissy Sandow. Premature Chrissy celebration. Sandow, yeah. Look how happy you are. Yeah. Look how happy you are right now. And watching yeah. it back, you're sitting yeah. there and go, oh, you enjoy that. You enjoy that try, now, Vunavalu. Chrissy, you're going to lose. Chrissy got, <laughs> got lost between South and Parramatta still. He's still missing, isn't he? Oh, Chrissy. Center. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you didn't know where Paramount was, right? With that uh, uh, <laughs> rental car he was having uh, right. a trouble with. Um, I, I don't overdo the uh, cultural analogies, but uh, I think that that game is a little bit like the movie Breaking Away with De- Dennis Christopher, you know, the uh, bike race movie where the cutters come back from the dead. You, you must oh, check it out. Oh, yeah, okay. Look, let's yeah. just put a line under this by yeah. simply... Um, this is a tweet from a Melbourne fan. Yeah. Oh, please, now, let's now, hear it. Now, Melbourne fans, you think... Things, you know, they've had a loss, but you think things have gone pretty well this season and, let's face it, the last one. few years. Yeah. Four points clear on top of the ladder. Yeah. Uh, this guy is hashtag Melbourne proud. I didn't know there was such a thing. <laughs> Nothing short of a bloody disgrace that I as a member will not accept. Ah. Bellamy, you're out of touch. This side is big-headed, out of puff and no guts. Croft, Vunavalu, Kamakamika and a few others must go. Munster, Chambers, Bromwich, Bromwich's plural, did nothing. Wow. That's, a, that's a Melbourne fan. 
They're not, they're not demanding, are they? What are the tweets coming out from St George Illawarra at the moment? Steve? It's gone dry, Chris. Finally gone dry. The will. Now you mentioned Payne Haas, the future of rugby league, and thank wow. How fast is he? It's six point eight seconds, hundred meters. Wow. And and the Brisbane Penrith game was pretty spiteful. I don't know if you guys caught it, um, but right near the end. Tavita Pangai Jr., who, as I said, uh, absolutely has earned the moniker from Andrew Voss of chock full of the angry pills, has, <laughs> has attacked the head, of, head and neck of James Maloney with a minute 20 left to go yeah, as the game yeah, wrapped yeah. up. He copped a few hits, didn't he? Yeah, one, one would argue fair enough. but No, um, no, no. Yeah, no Gus, with... Gus Gould said it wasn't even a sin being in Pangai Jr. with loading is facing four weeks. Wow. Gus has apparently theorised during that game that we've talked before about the Steve Mascord doomsday clock for rugby league. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it was 150 years in the future, and it's wound back to less than 100. He's Gus, got a big vision, that uh, Steve. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Gus has actually picked up on this, and he suggested that the direction the game is going, yeah. with the involvement of doctors and lawyers, the game will be over in less, no than, turning back now. less than 20 years. Do you it's agree? like climate change. We've got a year. Wow. We, we, we've got a year left in rugby year. league. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to find something else to do. The reef is gone. Yeah. Climate change a year. Rugby league, barely a year. So are you suggesting <laughs> that uh, uh, high school children like that girl overseas should not go to school on Fridays because of the fact that rugby league is an endangered species Absolutely, right Absolutely, yeah. And the children are crying around the world, Striking. And yeah. striking. And is this, and is this because Pangai Jr. was put in the bin or it should not have been put in the bin? <laughs> Well, that certainly has hastened the process. No doubt about it. So he <laughs> wasn't put in the bin and he got four weeks. No, he got put in the bin. Oh, he did get put in the bin. Yeah, it was, and it was a minute 20 to go. Yeah. But Gus said he shouldn't have even been put in the bin. because, And, and he's accusing doctors and lawyers, yeah. let's face it, who are both cancers on society. They are. And, and if that's the case, then the whole world's going to hell in, uh, in a handbasket very quickly. It's already there. Why not, why not change the name of the teams to the coal miners, you know, and be done with it? You know, the roof destroyers, and let's just move forward, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> and bury the children now. The belting smokestacks. That, that'd be a good rename for and Melbourne. Scott Morrison could be the president of every club, oh, you know. God. The Melbourne coal mines, is that what you're saying? The, Mel- the mines of Sauron, is that what it is? is it- <laughs> now, I, I, I'm assuming neither of you watch Gold Coast and Parramatta. Oh, did they no. play? Because as I said, any any neutral rugby league fan who watched that game deserves a salute. And in fact, any fan... For what, Chris? A, a, a <laughs> having too much time on their hands. Any fan... Oh, oh. yeah, uh, Redmond Pat. <laughs> and, and I, and I'd argue uh, Redmond Pat, you were working. <laughs> and I'd argue oh, that any fan of the Gold Coast and Parramatta deserves a salute for watching that game. But Sean Lane, of course, put in a good performance after all the controversy with those images that came out from Manly's Mad Monday. Mm-hmm. But in a big week for the Sean... Baggy. Yeah, he was eventually fined, etc., wrapped over the knuckles, dot, dot, dot. He revealed that he played the Manly Parramatta game out at Lotto Land that I was in attendance with a bung finger because he uh, severed his finger trying to dig a pip out of an avocado. <laughs> Oh, my God, really? <laughs> and he suggested that he had surgery that, the same day, which I think is overstating is it. it. Is that No, no, seriously. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Was, was, bung. Um, Dennis, how do you take the, uh, the, uh, the inside of an avocado out, the great big pill, seed? Well, you, you cut it in half first. You yeah. go laterally so all around it. So it's it. exposed. So it's exposed. You pull the half off, and then you use the knife, but you hold it in the flat of your hand. You use the, the, the knife, you go chunk, clunk. Yeah, just drop it in. on. Then you pull, pull it out. out. Yeah. Simple. So unless you are, how did? I don't know. But there you go. <laughs> was he, maybe maybe he was holding, maybe and he was, digging it in or something. You know, like maybe a, he was holding it wrong. This is oh, honestly, it's worth investigating. These millennials yeah. and their smashed avos. Yeah. And, and hey? there were no bags inside. 
Uh, it was fully fully paired, not impaired. Uh, uh, and what but, manner of surgery was it? Did he go into the details of the surgery? Well, he, was it, it was uh, it was obviously day surgery because he played that afternoon. Not, not well, yeah. but you know. Yeah. I, and I don't want to uh, skate through the rest of the games before Dennis gives us a song. But uh, <laughs> very few highlights yesterday. I was out at the old girl as the Roosters just ran roughshod yes. over the Warriors. Yes, nice to see that Latrell was getting some guidance from uh, a couple of that. What's that code called again? Oh, yeah. Adam Goods, who yeah. won't get any of that code again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't uh, you identify with that? The buddy. I, the toxic environment that is AFL. It's so I, toxic that I'm I, not going to go anywhere near it. I certainly identified with that. Yeah. Uh, even when the Roosters were down 6-0, I predicted the final scoreline, uh, which was something like 42-6. to six. But That's the right. big highlight was uh, Teddy Tedesco's jersey got ripped. Oh, And yes. he actually nuded up and changed jersey. And the crowd, which was just... Dying for some entertainment. Some anything at all. Just went crazy. Hang on. Da, and, da, 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 yeah, another da, stripper. Da, da. So that's the thing. The Raiders understand their stripper rules. It's about taking the ball. It's not about taking Inter- the gear off. No, no. Teddy. Ted, was Teddy fined for a passing ludity on the field? Yes. Was, and that is really the only reason why you go to those games where you've got membership, right? You can't let go. Uh, I, I, Teddy. I, I'm really, Teddy. I'm really Teddy. questioning <laughs> And in the, the derby that only mattered to one team down at uh, Points Bet Stadium. Which is exactly the reason why Sir George oh. should have won. Right, well, there wouldn't have been too much coming out of that game for you, Stephen. Well, you might remember that I have a radio show. Yes, on Sunday afternoon, yes. and I, I don't know what it is, but the internet go. Ferris has got a radio show. Let's put let's let's put them on then. You know, so what I do is I start watching for fifteen minutes and get really worked up and really shitty. And I go, take a deep breath. We've got some soul music to play, and then I just switch it off. And Good then I, later on, I got a text saying, "Lulua." I thought, oh, what? There's hope? There's a glimmer? No, there nearly was. <laughs> oh, and, the, and there was, of course, the try. The the try with the knock-on. Yeah, from Wayne Graham. Where, where, where Wayne yeah. Graham said, oh, no, it, it was golden point up until that point. Yeah, yes. no, but in the bigger picture. In the that big, was our gift. Yeah. Yeah, you're giving gift to the shark. This is how That's bad how it magnanimous is. we've become. become yes. magnanimous. We don't care anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, it was a try on debut for Jackson Ford for the Super Jackson Ford, I know, Sounds like a car dealership, Jackson doesn't it? Ford. <laughs> and look, we, I just and want to wrap the Saab, up. the Saab was sidelined. <laughs> <laughs> and again came the Ford. Yeah. The Model J. <laughs> I just want to wrap up with a game that nobody was interested in, uh, South and Canterbury. Except that uh, Buzz Rothfield has come out this morning and revealed that all this attention that people like you, Dennis, have been heaping on the Melbourne Storms and you as well, Stephen Ferris, the dirtiest team in rugby league is the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Yep. 31 weeks of suspension this season. Yes. Double the storm. Canberra second, Double mind you. Double the storm. Uh, St. George, the clean skins of the game. What the does that tell you? Weeks. What does that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And also the most uh, uh, accident prone. <laughs> and Wayne, who's really, you know, Generally clean skin. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne, sort of down to his last card in the pack, has yeah. said, "We're not terminal. Not the race card. <laughs> we're not terminal, but we're close to it." Right. And we were talking before, Stephen. How would you feel if the doctor came in and said, "Look, Mister Ferris, not very good. You're not terminal, <laughs> but you're close, close to it. it." Is this a mind game? Yeah. Is that going to lift is you? This, is or it, or <laughs> you're just going to go. I better start making yeah. arrangements. If a doctor said that to me, it's not going to motivate me at all, is it? You're at Redfern, it's <laughs> a mortuary station. You know, there is. Don't there step is, on the there platform. There is one more station to go, so you're, you're just about I, there. I, I think you got to look at your team and say, "Nearly terminal." Are they a glass half full or a half empty? And he's obviously assessed them as half full, and this will get them going. Yes, yes, that's that's the logic behind this threat. But um, near terminal, I mean, obviously you're not near terminal. You're near success at the moment. Yes, you're near terminal. Oh, we, we are. We that, are. Terminal. We are literally on life support. Right literally now. on life there was, support. There was a glorious moment where uh, Brett Finch interviewed Wayne Bennett. Uh, 
just after half time in the the five thirty game because they were the seven thirty game, and he's interviewed him in the like in the in the tunnel underneath the stadium. He's gone. So you've got um, you know you got the Bulldogs today, and you guys you know he's playing for a top four position. And Bennett's like, well, yeah, we've had a bit of a slump out of Origin, and you know we we you know hopefully we'll we'll come back and we'll, you know we'll have the win today. Finch goes, okay, that's all we've got time for. And Bennett's like, oh, really? Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> he gets one question. He was so excited to have only one question. And your, your, your thoughts were it's Origin have hurt South. I think Origin has really hurt South. It's yeah. ruined Cody Walker. Yeah. Oh, exhausted yeah. Damien Cook. Yeah. And then the bird eye. Yeah. So the no, it's not watching the chicken. The, well, it's I not think, the steroids. It, well, no, I think this is it. The health standards <laughs> are improving. Or and they crack down on what they're allowing in yeah. the chicken. Is it estrogen in chicken? They well, pump it up with estrogen you know, to make it soft and fleshier? Well, we, we, there was a report during the week of Kane Evans ate some bad chicken. Right, And right. projectile vomited a la Linda Evans from The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. And so he'll be forever known as... Didn't you ha- admit Linda, you haven't seen Kane, that film? Linda Evans. Hmm? You haven't seen The Exorcist? No, it's a gap in my... Ah, let's do that one night. Yeah, it's the one gap. we found the gap. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll the polymath has a... Gap. That's his Achilles tendon. I haven't seen a taxi driver, but I have a copy at home ready to be watched. Wow. All right. Oh, what are we uh, doing now? Uh, Let's go. Well, we're getting going right now because, Dennis, you're going to give us a song that may or may not be connected to your team. It may or may not be connected to my team. Yes. Let's do it. Don't want no red. No red. Don't want no blue. No blue. Don't want no white. No. Or orange too No, 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 no There's just one color That'll do We're bad and mean The green machine We hit them hard And they see green We're big and strong And fast and lean That's why we're called the Green Machine We're the bad and mean The Green Machine The fearsome man from the ACT Don't try and stop these men in green Cause we'll hit ya, hit ya, hit ya And you'll see green Don't want no red Don't want no blue Don't want no white Or orange too There's just one color that'll do The fighting green of the green machine Where the bad and mean green machine The fearsome men from the ACT Don't try and stop these men in green Cause we'll hit ya, hit ya, hit ya And you'll see green Where the bad and mean green machine Fearsome man from the ACT Don't try and stop these men in green Cause we'll hit ya, hit ya, hit ya And you'll see green We'll hit ya, we'll hit ya, we'll hit ya Okay, now, we're back. Thank you for that, Dennis. Have either of you ever booed Santa? <laughs> Boo Santa. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't dare, would you? Because Todd Greenberg says yes. that anyone who's complaining about the gifting of the diamond ring to Barb <laughs> Smith on the occasion of Cameron's 400th game is the type of person who would boo Santa. 
Well, Ty, is Todd ever worked in marketing? Like ScoMo? I mean, that sounds like the, the, that's got the smell of a, of a master PR agent. Yeah, And he said, Jane, how are we going to fix this? Now, now just we did saw Lord of the Rings, right? Mm. This is Lady of the Ring. Mm. It's, yep. it's a fellowship of sorts, but she's the first inductee. Mm. This is a new initiative brought on by Todd. Brand new. It's got to be a secret society, otherwise it's a, it's a worth. It's a little bit like uh, uh, you know the, um, the the secret societies that the Simpsons. I think the Stonecutters, you yes. know that sort of thing. Yeah, the Illuminati happens behind closed doors. Mere mortal aren't supposed to know that's what makes it so special Ooh. and Barb's obviously the first inductee because I can't give you a reason we did talk about manipulation the other day Chris didn't we oh you think she's the ultimate puppet master she's the puppet master yeah right it's Lady mm. Macbeth style yeah, yeah yeah that's who the referees are, are afraid of and Cam is a buffer or a presenter of sorts is well, this a ring I see before me well <laughs> <laughs> it's hilt towards my hand come let me touch thee but what low <laughs> you touch the hand of Barb apparently you shrivel oh. up and die you know well, I'll, I'll, like, will la- not all Nicky's ocean wash this blood from my hands which Lady Macbeth could never do but you try and get that ring off Barb it's not coming yeah. off easy and this of course speaks to a broader issue that I think you're right Stephen we were starting to touch on last week on the new fire up yeah and that is, Danny Wadler ran a conspiracy theory yesterday about uh, rugby league TV Nothing ratings that. are down, <laughs> yes. right? Yep. Because the good teams, the Storms, the Roosters, get preferential treatment. Yes. And the bad teams cop it all the time. Yeah. And people are fed up with that. Now, there's, there's two strains to this theory. One is that Wadler is uh, now is in the employ of Channel 9 is beating down the media rights for the renewal of the next television deal. Who can say no one's watching? That's a good theory. Mm. But it's also that there is this two-speed strata in Uh, rugby league. Chris, it's the old class system at play again. Totally. You know, uh, we we may have inherited a portion of it, but we still have it. It's the haves versus the have-nots. It's it's Mossman and Turak versus Blacktown and bloody Canberra, you know? And and, and at the heart of it, the pivot, the fulcrum around which this all... Uh, spins, turns, revolves, whatever, is Todd Greenberg. Because there he is. Ah. And, of course, he gifted Barb the ring yeah. literally under yeah. the table at the gala dinner. It wasn't, was there any touching? It, well, in, inappropriate? To, no, no, no you're just, not suggesting no, that. No, I'm not suggesting that. It was simply, <laughs> and, and, of course, if you look at the theory... Greg Inglis had a little bit of trouble with the drink driving charge. He got a letter of reference from Todd. He had a bit. Of, remember, he got. The, he was gifted the boat. Remember? Yes. Was when he was living in the cold Sam Sam <laughs> Sam Burgess, who mis- mystifyingly got off any charge for his head high on Matt Moylan, apparently had a private consultation with Todd right. six weeks ago. Right. Yeah, as we mentioned yeah. before, James Graham. His wife, yes. his 400th first class game. He's got a wife. He's got a mother. She had to pay for her ticket to yeah, get Absolutely. Into first cattle class, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but is yeah. This, is, I mean, it's, it's Don't point the finger at Todd. Todd's just another one of the puppets. He's just an agent. Because you might notice one day, you know, you mentioned to me that you could smell sulfur with both Todd and, and with Cam. <laughs> obviously, there's another source of this sulfur. <laughs> There's a, there's a pit somewhere where this mistress of, of manipulation <laughs> arises, you know. And, and, and of how, course she must be rewarded. And how appropriate because it was women in league round. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and I, 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 well, credit to her, and I'm glad that we're on top of this. A couple of other things that have come out this week. Now, uh, have you seen the Todd Carney bubbler ad? Yes. Yes. I meant to bring that up last week. Was it for minor 10 or something? No, sports bet. Sports, sports bet. Sports bet. Yep. In the it's background, a there's a, they took that for Vivid. Right. So it's the actual uh, young cherub urinating statue that I've actually seen. In, Who's that, Bonacelli? Brussels. Yes. Brussels, yeah. Brussels, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's actually urinating into its mouth. <laughs> and, and, and can I just point out, that is directly stolen from Rugby League, the musical's film clip, he took a whiz right into his mouth. Yes. You know, took, <laughs> can you where, sing us the line of that, I, I please? I use that 
He took a whiz right into his mouth. Oh, it bubbled all around refreshingly. That was that was done. I got several fountains around the, but that that appears. That's one of the first ones that comes up. Is the uh, the child peeing into his own mouth? Right, and and then and Todd goes about how easy it's used to app. He goes, it's a piece of like a piece of piss, right? And then Widler, of course, again involved. Uh, <laughs> He puts a very large, a job, doesn't he? A very generous extract from Carney's autobiography, which is, let's face it, flying off the shelves. When Carney <laughs> laments that this was, he was obviously inebriated. It was, it was, it was something like a. a um, a travel consultant or something <laughs> that uh, took the photo, t- t- taken the photo, who he'd met that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and the evils of Snapchat. We've all been there. Hello, Sean Lane and the avocado pip. And <laughs> and Todd laments that he'll be remembered for this. In the, the same way that, that Did he ho- use that word, Chris? That Hopper Whitey will be remembered for the finger. But it's a bit of a two way street because he seems to be commercialising <laughs> the very thing he's complaining about. I've got to say, I cannot wait. That book actually comes out today. The book Hard Truths um, by. Um, Toddy and Ghost Written by the Mole and I, I can't wait to read it oh, I actually like, really want to read it yeah you, you were on Sports Best Friends with the Big T and, yes and, and he, he was talking to me about one of my favourite topics which is rugby league books yeah and we could do a whole podcast on rugby league books they always open up with the most controversial incidents. So Where'd they go from there, Chris? So the Benny Elias one, the, alleg- the, you know, the assault allegations, uh, Matthew well, Ridge when the, he robbed the, meth- the taxi driver. The meth lab story. Boy. Yes, <laughs> all those things. So and where what, do you what start with What does Mark Gasnier yeah. start with? Yeah, yeah, that's a very interesting question. He's a smarter operator than that. Hey, look, I've just uh, I brought up the ad, the sports bed ad shows Carney standing next to a replica of the Belgian mannequin piss statue. Yes, that's the one. Yep. That's the one, In wow. Yeah. Wow. And in Dennis's show. And even WizKid Todd Carney can use it. Uh, a couple other things uh, before we might move into closed mode and what we've been up to. Uh, Origin 1 will be in Adelaide next year. Is this sort of sharing the gift around me and we'll eventually see Origin in Canberra? No, they wouldn't do it. I'd love to. It'd be great. But uh, it, would be, it would be fascinating because it's, um, it's always an issue in Canberra as to whether Canberra, should, Canberra people should be going for New South Wales or whether we are fully independent and should be rising above this interstate nonsense and pushing the Federation and disbanding the states yeah. um, or whether we should because Queensland actually respects Canberra. It's only Queensland that looks at Canberra. We, 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 we delved into the first segment into this whole ambivalence that Sydney has towards Canberra that's, that doesn't care. That's too strong a and, word. And if oh, you look is, at- yeah, I know many people that actually, <laughs> as tourists, they visit Canberra because they- oh, Well, it is, it is one of the top the galleries, 10 the high lonely, ports, lonely uh, planet puts it as one of the top 10 cities exactly, in the world Exactly. I think Sydney sliders feel that way about Canberra. People get down. But as far as the Raiders go, oh, the they Raiders don't. And now let's have a look at the, the Raiders the players. City. Look at Joel Monaghan. Joel Monaghan, who played for the Raiders, wouldn't get a look into Origin, came to play for the Roosters, played Origin. Michael Wayman, played for several years for the Raiders, didn't get a look into Origin, played for the Dragons, played Origin. Well, we have a sheen. We have a sheen that we just paint uh, our players that's in. Right. That's right. But the, and that sheen can't be green. Whereas it, now there's two... There's well, look two. at your colour. There's two flame green. <laughs> it's not flame green. It's lime green. There's two players. <laughs> the colour of Kane Evans' projectile vomit. I think. <laughs> two two players at New South Wales selected for Origin this year for Canberra, um, and whereas Josh Papali has been selected for the last eight years, so Queensland respects Canberra and select. You know, Adam Mogg was selected from seeming obscurity. If Jared Croker. Wasn't was, born in Goulburn. Was if, if he was born in um, Ipswich, if he was born in, Na- well, not Narromine, if he was born way out west, Mount Isa, Emerald, he would have played for Queensland. Palmerston North. For the last 10 years. But 
he plays in Canberra, so he doesn't get selected. Doesn't get a look in. I, I had no idea your paranoia ran so. But I would oh, say it I does, would defer. It does. Now, I would defer to Dennis because he travels the country far and wide. He's in more in touch with the actual mood, the pulse of this country than you and I are, Chris. Really, we're from, urbanites from FBI and Redfern. You're, I would have you're in Croatia one minute, I'm in Tokyo the next. <laughs> you know? on the pulse there. Come on, he's got his and I'm on in the pulse. Griffith and Narromine yeah, and Hay exactly. and Toowoomba, talking to real and people Tenerfield. about real things. And Tamworth, yeah, yeah and Rolls. Oh, the country rugby league is suffering too. It but, really is. By the way, expect a bit of a spike in Canberra tourism from people getting down to the Royal Memorial now, so before the Brendan Nelson curation fades oh, away. Yes. Yeah. Uh, look, finally, before I just want to open up the floor as the final thing we talk about, uh, the revelations this week that be well-known uh, and inducted in the Hall of Fame broadcaster Ray Rabbits-Warren, that the way he deals with his fear of flying whilst in the air is playing a Game Boy. <laughs> Playing a Game Boy? Isn't that just a marvellous image? So is this yeah. before DS? Yeah. Like it's a, it's like well, we're talking, I mean, it, if he's found out that they can now get Switch in a mobile phone, <laughs> he'll go crazy. But I imagine it'll be a late 80s uh, monochrome Game Boy, yeah. and oh, I wow. can't imagine Rab's are moving beyond the packing game Tetris. But, go, but no, move, move to the left. Coming down there. It's where's got, that brick from? Oh, my goodness. It's got to be an easy distraction. It's not got to be a thought-provoking thing. You yeah. can't stop and think about other things. It's just got to go down the tunnel of let's get out of here. I don't know where I am, and I'm happy to play. Now, I, I don't like to talk much about the other thing that I do in broadcasting, which is the, the Triple M thing, you know, because, yeah. you know, I, I like to keep the things separate. You're a legend, Chris. What's Triple M? But I was invited uh, to the Coogee Dolphins uh, annual fundraiser and Ray Rabbits Warren was one of the speakers just a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. I just felt upon myself because I'm in his old time slot to go up and introduce myself and <laughs> you say... You can feel that, can you? Yeah, said, you can feel said, a time slot. <laughs> yeah, I said, you know, I, I feel... I want to say hello. It's, it's a privilege to be in that time slot. I feel I'm keeping your time slot warm. Yeah, I, said, I feel embarrassed that we are in your time slot because you're such a legend and we're yeah. not, yet they use this moniker of legends. And I, I went in... Introduced myself, he immediately stood up to join the conversation. Looked completely nonplussed by what I was talking about. Didn't have a clue. Oh, so he's obviously not listening. But he's still charming and respectful. I loved him. I think he does have resting nonplussed face. Yeah, true. I think that's just, that's just what it looks like. So he may well have been listening. Now, now, now getting straight back onto the fire up universe, Stephen, yep. the last thing I wanted to bring up, and please, gentlemen, add anything that you would like, is uh, whilst I was away, the, the very sad passing of Damien Lovelock. Yes. He had been a, a reasonably frequent guest on Fire. A, a annual guest, yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, Every man, you can't stop. You know, that brain of Damien Lovelock's is an extraordinary thing to watch in full full flight. And uh, it, you never knew where you were going to go, which is pretty similar to sort of Ben Mendelsohn at times. Yeah, well, Manly fan and a Melbourne fan. <laughs> yeah, and boy, they like to rip at each other. But uh, yeah, Dam- I mean, I, as I said, I met Damien. We didn't like each other back in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, we were two different sort of poles. Genre, different, genres. Different genres coming together with music. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's, he was uh, a man of ideas. It's, uh, I'll, I'll repost on the Fire Up Facebook page the picture of that grand final special, which I remember mm. very, very clearly because... Mm. It must, have been one of, it must have been 07 or 08 because it was Melbourne versus Manly. So you had Lovelock, Mendelssohn, your good self, uh, Brett Brendan, Oden, yeah, and Brendan Cowell. Brendan Cowell, yeah, yeah. And I did run into Brendan yeah. in London on did my you? most recent trip. <laughs> did you? Of so you I was caught up with my musician. Pre, pre the passing of Damien? Uh, a post. We post. actually looked at the photo and reflected. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I was visiting my mate Sam McNeil, and we were in one of his club thing that he belongs to. And he comes back from the bathroom and he goes, oh, your, your mate's out there. And I go, what, mate? He goes, you, you know, you're Shakespearean actor, mate. <laughs> and I said, and I went, no. Nah. And he goes, the guy on fire. I go, oh, Brendan, right? <laughs> and, and I go out, and Brendan's uh, uh, in uh, 
animated discussion with a very charming young lass from the Shire yes. who he introduced me to. Oh. And he goes, but mate, mate, how did you know I was here? How did you even know I was here? And I said, oh, my friends came in and said that your Shakespearean actor mate is outside <laughs> and he just pumped the air and he just looked at the girl and go, see, I told you, I told you. <laughs> who is filming? Uh, what is the famous alien film? Avatars two Avatar and three. number two and three. Two and three in And New he Zealand. will join wow, us already. if he's in New Zealand. He'll hop across the ditch for our October 11 Factory Theatre show Fire Up Keepers of the Flame wonderful factorytheatre.com.au anything in closing gentlemen uh, yes look if you want to pay respects to Damien uh, next Saturday 2 o'clock Avalon RSL if you're a surfer you, you can go out on your board out. and yep. uh, there'll be a wreath of flowers etc otherwise uh, I'm sure there'll be spoken word entertainment etc at the surf club next Saturday this Saturday coming I remember yeah. seeing the Celebrate Rifles I think at the big day out and yeah. you know, just, even the name was just a stroke of genius yeah. you know yeah. Sex Pistols Celebrate the, Rifles AMU Refectory <laughs> And Dennis, you're, the ones. You're, you're still on. You're, you're on the. It's, what, what is it? Bob Dylan was on the never-ending tour. <laughs> no, the tour. I've, I'm still. Or are you so, rolling thunder? So this week I've got. Uh, I'm playing Manly Leagues on Thursday night. No, Friday. Uh, sorry, Friday. Friday night Manly Leagues and Thursday night at. Cronulla and Raiders are playing at, Manly on Sunday. On Sunday, yes. Wow. So I've got four what more gigs wear? this year. Well, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm tempted to wear 87. <laughs> just to uh, just Paul Osborne to, special, no? No, 94 no. is Paul Osborne special, yeah. which How I just you bought. Got? How many you got? Oh, I don't know. There's like there's half a dozen under glass, and then there's a few, there's a few in the cupboard. So, so you're like you're like in the in the the 19. I'm saying about the 1960s Batman comics. One of the you know I used to love all the gadget stuff that they would have, and Batman would go to the wardrobe, and he'd have like the the Aqualung suit and the space mm. suit, whatever. Is that you go to your wardrobe, and there's just a a string of lime green jerseys. Is it chronological go, or, or is my it, mood no, today? It's, it's chronological. Chronological. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. And so Amazing. I do have like so yeah. I do have the replicas as well. Like the um, I've got the Woodges replica jersey, which I'll probably wear a little bit more because the original '87 Woodges. She's getting a bit worn out. Right. It's like um, Steve Boy's cricket. You cat, guys are lucky yeah. because when I was playing the dragons in the '60s, <laughs> there was a red V. I was a kid. And that was it. No, you couldn't buy the jersey. <laughs> that's right. Well, they weren't for sale. That's the thing. They weren't for people. That's the thing. I, wow! And, and Only I, players. I also felt that that mm. like my first Tigers jerseys are Phillips, you know, the orange mm. with the the two black V's, and I always felt guilty wearing it because you weren't a player because you didn't earn it. And no. then some bright spark in marketing said, "Hang on, people will pay for people these." Pay these and now look at it. Yeah, so yeah, I remember yeah. with the Raiders in the early eighties, there was no there was no jerseys. There were um, you could like you could buy t shirts or you could buy jackets yeah. and things, but you wouldn't buy the actual players. That, that, it had not occurred yeah. to them. And Do no, you, you might. There was value in the jersey. In those there's already things. a St George Premiership uh, 2019 t shirt out. <laughs> you got in early. Of course there is. On that note, oh, please. this has been... Oh, and Dennis, uh, you do wrap up uh, Rugby League the Musical at the bridge on the 26th. Yes, so I've got uh, tonight, then yes. I've got uh, the 26th, and there may well be a grand final preview and uh, season review uh, late September. Terrific. But mm. uh, that'll be, yeah, look, put it on the shelf and have a look at it over the off-season. Stephen, Dennis, Redfern, Pat, it's been so great to be with you again. Yeah. Oh, it's good to be back. Been more fired up on the Diamantina podcast. Back from Croatia. Network. Fire, <laughs> <laughs>